Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. What we're taking a look at today is potentially the future. And while it is way too early to say that this particular product in front of me, which is the HTC Vive Flow, is that future and whether or not you should buy one of these pairs of VR glasses today, again, whether or not that is true or not, whether or not I can do that today, I, there's no doubt in my mind that this is the direction in which VR is heading. Because if you look at this, like, just before we talk specs and capabilities, look at this and compare that in your mind's eye to, like, a Valve Index or an old uh, HTC Vive. Like, just a few short years ago, and let me remind you, it's not too long ago, it's not too long ago that the original HTC Vive and the original Oculus, um, um, the original Oculus and even PlayStation VR was introduced to the market and the new VR wave kind of began. And look at how far we've come. Again, that is not to say that this offers a comparable experience. It, it clearly doesn't. But we have shrunken the technology down so fast that it is actually quite unbelievable. And this, these pairs of glasses is still clunky. You wouldn't wear them for like an AR kind of experience out, uh, out about in town. And you wouldn't get the same level of immersion that you would get from a big PC-based headset like the Valve Index. But just look at it. It's so small. It weighs 189 grams, meaning that while it is, you know, you can feel that there is an, an object in your hand, weighs less than a lot of people's smartphones. That to me is just incredible in a few short years. So imagine just a few short years from now. That is incredible. So that is basically the level of engineering that HTC has been able to do with the flow. But what about how it works today? What actually is it? So let's rewind and recap. The HTC Vive Flow is not a headset that offers PC-based experiences on the level of, say, an HTC Vive Pro, or an HTC Cosmos for that matter. No, it is essentially a pair of glasses that uses your phone as the controller for on-the-go lightweight VR. That means that there is a, an, a USB Type-C plug here, which plugs directly into your phone if you, it wants to use the phone as a power source. It doesn't need the phone's processing power of that SOC in order to run. That is inside the glasses themselves. No, it uses your phone as a power pack, if you want that, or you can actually use your own power bank that can, for instance, sit in your back pocket or in your front pocket or in your backpack while you are experiencing VR with the onboard um, SOC and um, RAM and ROM. So all of that is actually pretty cool because while sure there is a cable, it's not the same kind of almost like brain cord that comes out of your head that for instance, the Valve Index uses. It's a small, small USB Type-C cable, which a lot of people would have already. You also get it in this little carrying bag. You get this bag when you purchase your own flow. Short little cable, probably for, for like high-speed transfer, so it's not sure that any USB Type-C plug would do. So you put that in, and you can just have your phone in your pocket. I mean, I think while it is corded like a VR in a, in a way, I think this is like really convenient, and the, uh, the ability to use a phone as a power pack is really cool. Um, so furthermore, 
you plug it in, run it on the power source, and actually this is one of the first issues that we have come across when taking a look at the flow, and that is um, HCCs themselves promises that if you're wearing them, like, and you're deeply ingrained in your VR experience, right, um, and your phone starts running low on battery or your power bank starts loading, ro lo uh, running low on battery, it'll give you an empty battery indicator and but it, uh, it then promises that there will be five minutes of onboard power in the actual glasses so that you can detach from said power bank and, for instance, exchange it with a new fresh one. But we've actually found that, that those five minutes are more like five seconds. And once it, it, it goes uh, black and you have to start over, you have to start over. So that's already something. Maybe it's a pre-production thing. We, we are talking to HTC about this, so just bear that in mind. No. So... You plug it into your power bank, you put these on, and you can already see here from the get-go that there's a couple of differences with the way that these also sit on your head. For one, these here actually don't, like normal glasses, sit on top of your ear. That's not where they rest. There are pressure points on your skull where they kind of dig in. That sounds really uncomfortable, and to me, it is a little bit uncomfortable, but Kim, who has mainly has started the review process for Game Reactor, says that this pressure point here isn't as uncomfortable even during long sessions as you might think. So that's good. And the way that these block out sunlight or basically just, you know, light sources uh, from penetrating inside, causing glare and ruining your experience, there is this piece of fabric. Now, it isn't memory foam or anything like that, meaning that it kind of flops about. I would have loved something a bit more sturdy. What I will give HTC credit for is that this is not rubber. And something that it was actually something that we uh, immediately noticed when, for instance, reviewing the PlayStation VR or some of the older VR headsets. And that was that when you're using rubber, it immediately creates, I think, condensation from basically uh, creating heat and failing to dissipate that heat from around your eyes. That is also why we had something, we called it VR face here at the office, essentially meaning that after you'd spent 30 minutes in VR and you removed your headset, there was these big like red circular increments around your eyes from when where that pressure had been and where the heat had failed to dissipate. I don't think that's gonna happen here. And as I said, they're pretty, like they're just a few magnet, uh, um, points here from where it uh, it attaches, meaning that you can easily remove it and, for instance, have easier time cleaning the lenses. And you can also adjust um, the, the, uh, the, like the sharpness and the distance with the built-in little fi uh, filters here, which is great. But as I said, this kind of, as, as you probably noticed from when I put it on a couple of times, you, you basically put it on, but then your head uh, like fumbles up the fabric. So you have to kind of remove the fabric with your fingers before you get a clear visual outline of the lenses. So small design foibles, but overall, I don't think there's anything about the hardware that is necessarily really bad. And again, it offers 100 degrees field of view. There's built-in speakers, active cooling, and supports just regular Bluetooth 5.0 if that's what you need. Um, it, I think it's a really impressive piece of hardware that, and again, it just shocks me that this is a VR headset. I can even have it in my hand, 189 grams. So, going back to the hardware, four gigs of RAM, 64 gigabytes of storage, that should be enough, but there's, only, there's actually a really clear reason for that. Because when you boot these up, 
you get access to Viveport, which is HTC's online store and sort of ecosystem. Now, you pay a monthly fee for Viveport, and HTC are pretty, like, we haven't really gone into deep with this, but it seems that it is actually needed in order to use these at all. That's not something that we've been able to confirm yet, but then again, this is a quick look, and we don't do this as a wrap-up of a reviews process, but rather at the beginning. So, our very first um, uh, sort of run-in with the Viveport system is that it's great, it offers access to a lots of different experiences, but it's also seemingly mandated for the flow, so bear that in mind. And it's around, I think it's around like eight, seven, eight dollars a month, or 40 kroner here in Denmark. But the thing is, once you pay your, li uh, your Viveport subscription, you'll notice, again, this is an immediate finding that we are going to be able to confirm in a full review, you can't access regular VR games. Think about it. Most of them uses a controller. Most of them are used to a lot more horsepower than is available in the flow. So there are dedicated flow games which are made for this device only. That and so-called VR experiences, which is essentially just, you know, 3D scans of buildings or like architecture or being able to explore a, a, a 3D environment, but not something which you would call an in-depth immersive game. Like don't expect games like, like Boneworks or Half-Life Alex to be available on the flow or to ever be that. So it kind of enables VR experiences, but does not have the brevity of a normal VR gaming ecosystem with the variety of titles that you'd expect. That is kind of, you know, bad. But overall, we've actually been rather impressed with most of the experience that's on offer here. For one, the 3.2K resolution uh, when combining both lenses, that's 1600 by 1600 in two LCD displays are fine. We wish that they were OLED or even AMOLED, but the LCD displays are kind of bright. And while you can pixel peep if you want, it seems that the 1600 by 1600 is fine, and it displays at 75 hertz refresh rates, which sure is a lot lower than, say, Valve's experimental 144 hertz refresh rate, but it's really good enough for a lot of the experiences that the Flow offers. The, again, the 100 degree FOV is not the biggest either, but it is enough to basically experience and enjoy most of the experiences on offer. So all that's left is basically this is $500. That's probably too much. Sorry to say. $500 means that it competes pretty directly with a lot of really good VR headsets out there, even something like the Oculus Quest, which can run wirelessly if you want it to, and supports all the mainstream experiences that you can find in a conventional VR game shop. Like, it has a platform with basic VR-based, uh, like, PC-based VR experiences. This does not. And, again, I wish that it had been, like, half the price. But I also recognize that this is a conceptual product more so than anything. Sure, you can buy it, but this is really an idea. And that idea is really freaking cool. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.